very pleased to welcome Phil Mickelson, the runner-up in the 140th Open, to the interview room. Phil, you played tremendously well all week, and you had a great battle today with Henry Stenson. Um, can you share your thoughts on what was a, a tremendous display of golf? Uh, it was. Uh, gosh, it's it's uh, disappointing to uh, to come in second, but uh, I'm I'm happy for Henrik. He's uh, really a great champion. We've been friends for some time, and. Uh, I've always thought that he is one of the best ball strikers in the game and, and that major championships are, are perfectly suited for him. And uh, I knew that he would he would ultimately come through and win. Um, I'm happy that he did. I'm disappointed that it was at my expense. Well, Phil, thank you. If you can raise your hand, we'll get a microphone to you for questions. Uh, number two at the back, please. Phil, aside from pure match play events, where does that rank in terms of a one-on-one -on -one duel that you've, you've been involved in in your career? I don't remember um, being in a match like that where we've separated ourselves from the field so by so many strokes. I don't. I don't think that's happened that I can remember. Uh, what about it? What do you mean? I, I yeah. I don't have any that I think are are similar. Steve on the left, please. Is this the best you've ever played in the way? Um. Probably, yeah, I think so. I mean, I played. Uh, it's probably the best I played at not one. It's. I think that's probably why it's disappointing, in that uh, I I don't have a, a point where I can look back and say if I should have done that or had I only done this. I mean, I played a bogey-free round of 65. It's on the final round of a major. Usually, that's good enough to do it. And uh, uh, and, and I got beat. You know, I got beat by by 10 birdies. And it's not like other guys were out there doing the same thing. I mean, it was a challenging day. Mike, to the front, please. Phil, first of all, thanks very much for fronting up. Many front of us would be probably anywhere but in front of the media. Um, if you guys um, alluding to the jewel in the sun, I don't know the sun was probably missing most of the day, but did it feel that magnitude, the sort of head-to-head -head battle with Henry? Um, when, we, when we got it going on the front nine, uh, after the first probably six holes, I mean, it, that it was pretty obvious that it was just us. I, I always thought that uh, there were a couple of guys right behind us that could make a move, you know, and if they got off to a hot start and we were struggling a little bit, it uh, was going to be more than just two people dueling it out. But uh, after six holes, it was pretty obvious it was going to be just us. And um, it was, uh, I mean, it was fun to be part of that challenge. It's just disappointing for me to, uh, to finish second, but, uh, you know, we've got a great champion. I mean, Henrik's a, a really great champion. I'm happy for him. Um, what were we laughing? I, I don't remember what we were laughing about. But he, you know, Henrik's got a great sense of humor, and he's a, a good prankster. I mean, he really pulls some good practical jokes, and we've had some good laughs over the years. Um, so. Uh, I, I'm sure it was in reference to something like that, but uh, we, we've had a good time together. Next question in the front, please. I know it's going to sting for a while because of what you said, playing almost perfect round of golf. But after a, a few days or so, will you be able to take a lot of satisfaction in where your game is, given how disappointed you were at Oakmont? Uh, yes, yes. I'm very uh, excited with uh, the work that I've put in 
with uh, how Andrew Getson has helped me with my, with my golf swing, the way I was able to hit fairways with ease uh, coming down the stretch and, uh, and hit my iron shots, you know, right on line, draws and fades and so forth. And, and basically that comes from getting my swing back on plane. It's been, it's been a little work in progress to get it on plane and then capture the feel and the, and, and the face awareness throughout the, the golf swing. But um, three out of four days this week was pretty stress-free golf. And uh, the one day that it was off, it came back the next day and it was back on. So uh, it tells me that we've done some good work, that I'm excited where my game is at, where it's headed. But, um, you know, disappointed that it wasn't enough today. Mark? So did you have a number in mind today and to get it done? And if so, what was it? And uh, if you were told this morning over breakfast you shoot 65, would you be assuming you'd be kind of judging that? Uh, of course, yeah. I mean, I was I was hopeful that uh, mid that I could shoot something in the mid-60s. I didn't know if it was possible because there were, really weren't a lot of low scores. And um, granted, the weather kind of calmed down there for the back nine. Um, it was a little, it was a little difficult. I thought starting out, but the back nine it really calmed down right, right as we made the turn, and we were able to make some birdies coming in. But uh, I would have, I would have uh, for sure thought that. I actually thought anything in the sixties was going to be a good round today. Okay, the front, please. Yeah, just, just wondering, Phil, if you, what your thoughts were as you kept pouring in putts, and if that at all forced you to change your strategy or, or anything you had to do. I, I really didn't do much different. I was just trying to birdie every hole, and, and it seemed like he was. So I was just trying to keep pace. I thought that uh, the, the birdie on 14, when he made birdie on 14, that, that stung. But the one on 15 was. Um, and then I really thought I made eagle on 16. I thought I'd get one back there. It'd be only one down with two difficult holes to go. And uh, I, I don't know how that eagle putt missed. I, I really thought that was going to go in. Um, but it uh, seems there have been a couple of putts like that this week that, that I've made a bunch too, but it seems like a couple of critical ones caught the lip. Uh, right to the back, please. Yeah. Phil, you've been around the game a long time. Golfers tend to become fatalists where you can't, you can't play defense. When the guy's just knocking in putts like that, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it's, uh, you just gotta follow suit. You know, I've, uh, I was thinking I needed to, to knock mine in on top of him. I had about a 40, 45 footer on 15. And, uh, you know, I've got, I, I'm thinking I've got to make that. It, it, I had to make 30, 40 footers just to try to keep pace with him and uh, wasn't able to do it there in the end. Ball to the left, please. Phil, you've had a couple of tough ones in majors over your career, but is this one gonna be a little bit easier just Yeah, I'm not sure how the, how I'm gonna feel about that. I mean, I, I I'm uh, I'm proud of the way I played. I can't I don't look back on anything and say I should have done this differently or that. I played uh, what I feel was well enough to win this championship by by uh, a number of strokes, and yet I got beat by three strokes. And um, it's you know you don't it's not like I have uh, you know decades left of opportunities to win majors, and so each one. Uh, means a lot to me, and I put in my best performance today. Played, uh, you know, close to flawless golf, and was um, was beat. I mean, I, that, that so.
So there's it kind of goes both ways. I'm happy with the way I played, but even more disappointed that it wasn't enough because you you know you look back and say, well, what what do I need to do? John at the front. First of all, congratulations on a fantastic performance. But do you now finally know how Jack Nicholas felt in '77? It certainly um, has you know crossed my mind a little bit out there today that uh, that 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 match that, that you know when uh, Jack and Tom went head to head there, '77. I, I mean, I, I I certainly was you know thinking about that. I know that. Uh, I wanted to uh, be more of Tom in that case than Jack, but uh, unfortunately, uh, you know that was. Uh, it, I, I understand how it feels. It's uh, it's bittersweet, I guess. Jeff in the back. Bill, you have another major start in eight days. In this case, is that a good thing? I, I think so. I mean, I think so. It it uh, it doesn't give me a, a chance to take time off per se. It. Uh, forces me to keep my game sharp. I'm going to head to New York early. I'll be there on Wednesday, actually, uh, a couple of days. Um, I've got that, uh, I'm excited about our uh, uh, Teachers Academy that I've partnered with Exxon Mobile to do. I'll be there in Jersey City for that. It'll give me a chance to go to Baltusrol for a few days prior and uh, get ready this coming week as opposed to waiting till next week. Um, I've got a lot of special memories going back to Baltusrol in 05, and probably the fact that we don't have a month to wait between majors is a good thing for me. Uh, I'll try to take, I'll try to look at the positives and take that into uh, to Baltusrol and keep my game sharp over the next week or two, and, um, as opposed to uh, you know going home and taking some time off. Okay, you want me to explain the question in the middle, number four, please? Thank you, uh, Bill. For those who don't follow golf as closely as others might, um, could you explain the difference between how the USGA sets up a course for the US Open and how the RNA sets up a course for the British Open, and you prefer one over the other? Uh, I think that uh, the RNA sets the golf course up to be as fair as possible and to, to try to uh, kind of identify uh, who the best player is, regardless of what that score is, given the conditions and so forth. Sometimes it's 20 under, and uh, sometimes uh, people don't don't want it, don't want that many under par. But the fact is, is that if somebody plays some incredible golf, that that's what it should do. You shouldn't have to uh, mess with the course too much to try to uh, control the score. And the USGA has has it in their mind that the score needs to be par. And so no matter what lines uh, they have to cross to get there, that's got to be the standard. And uh, it kind of disregards the, and doesn't take into account the difference in talent level uh, and abilities that the, the players of today now have. For one over the other? Well, I, I prefer this one, yeah. I think that um, it's uh, much more fair. I, I, I think we all enjoy it, but I'm also biased because I've won this one and I haven't won the other one, so I've got that working against me. Well, Phil, thank you again for joining us and congratulations right, thanks, on guys. a great golf thing. Thank you. Thank you.